0: and welcome to Medically Speaking in the Morning. This is Stephanie Valickas. I am filling in for your esteemed host, Robin Sills, today. Our topic on today's show is overwhelmed, learning how to manage stress and its side effects. And our guest today is Haley Lemieux. She's a registered dietitian at St. Mary's Hospital. Welcome. Hi, everyone. Well, it's so easy to fall into the trap of the holiday busyness, right? So we're not necessarily eating correct we are grabbing things on the go, a granola bar, a handful of nuts, who knows, a candy bar perhaps. <laughs> yep. um, so that can be a recipe for what? Extra weight gain, mm-hmm. sluggishness, yep. maybe even compromising our immune system. So during this busy time, how can we feed our families, ourselves, boost our energy and stay healthy?
1: So I think during this time, especially the holidays, people really struggle. Um, You know, there's a lot of parties, there's always goodies in the office, it's cold out, no one wants to exercise. So it's really important to stay on track. Um, With that being said, the most important thing I think is having a plan going into the winter, going into the holidays. So planning your meals in advance, making a schedule, thinking about what you're gonna do for the upcoming week. Um, Maybe that's keeping a food journal. setting goals in terms of your exercise or your diet, just really kind of going in, knowing what you're going to do and what your goals are for for staying on track. That takes a lot of planning. So I don't know about
0: you or a lot of our listeners out there, that's great in concept, but actually executing that on a Sunday, for instance, like preparing the week's mm-hmm. meals, that can be a challenge. So let's be a little realistic for those of us who aren't that Prepared? Yes.
1: Yeah, um, so you so thoughts? definitely. So um, usually, what I tell my patients is, okay, let's make a grocery list for the week. What do you want to have for breakfast? What do you want to have for lunch? What do you want to have for dinner? Maybe it's just picking one of those meals and planning for just that one meal. Like if you're typically, you know, someone who runs through the Dunkin' Donuts drive-through, okay, so maybe breakfast is where we need to work on. Um, you know, whether that's cutting up some fruit and keeping fruit containers in the fridge, hard-boiled eggs, you know, low-fat string cheese, yogurt, um, instant plain oatmeal packets, things that are very easy, um, but you can grab you know, on your way out the door, um, dinner time, whether that's you know setting something in the crock pot and then it's ready for you when you get home, or just having a bunch of things prepped in the fridge um, so that it's not necessarily a ton of prep work in advance, but when you get home, you can kind of just throw together a simple meal. That sounds good. I'll try it. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: so let's talk about this busy time. Okay,
0: so mm-hmm. it's the holiday season. We just had Thanksgiving. I had a few pieces of pie. Um, and Christmas is around the corner yes. And it, at the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, we have treats, not going to lie. Um, they're all over. And then there's parties, of course. So how do you go into, for instance, a party tomorrow night, um, a Christmas party for um, whatever, how do you approach that um, and and try to be good yet still enjoy?
1: Yes. So parties, I think, are a big struggle for many people. I think social situations is where people tend to fall off track. Um, You don't want to be rude. You don't want to insult them. Oh, I don't like your food. Um, That's something that a lot of my patients kind of struggle with is coming in and they're like, well, you know, my my aunt gets offended if I don't eat her cake or her pasta. Um, So how are we going to deal with that? So I think going into those parties and um, having a plan. So I have five big Tips that I you know suggest for people you know going into a social situation, um the holidays, all that kind of stuff. So number one, drinking plenty of water. So filling up on zero calorie beverages. You really don't want to be drinking your calories because then you're gonna go eat a full meal as well, and that's how they really add up, and that's how the bloating and the sluggishness um, and the weight gain all kind of start. Number two being filling up on lots of vegetables. So when you're at the party thinking about, okay, what, you know, what, and the food spread is going to be a good option for me. So maybe not making a majority of your plate the bread and the pasta and the stuffing and the potatoes and all the starchy sides but more so um, a majority of that plate should be your vegetables. Now that's not to say you can't have those starchy things, it's just reeling it back and making a majority of your meal, not those starchy things. Um, a big thing in general, and this doesn't just go for holidays, this is always um, stopping when you're full. So once you feel full, you stop, you don't wanna overeat because if you're at a party for a couple hours, you're likely gonna be doing a few hours of eating. So once you feel full, stop right there, but remove that food from in front of you. If you're sitting there with the food in front of you, you're gonna keep picking at it, You know, don't hang out by the snack table because then you're just gradually you know, mindlessly eating a little snack here, a little snack there, and then all of a sudden you're uncomfortably full because you've just been eating for the past five hours. Um, When you're having your parties, when you're going to them, don't make the food the center of the attention. You know, try and think of something else to look forward to. Don't think of Thanksgiving as, oh, I get to eat a feast. Think of it as, oh, I get to see, you know, my relatives that I haven't seen in six months or my grandkids or just being around people. It's a happy time rather than, you know, okay I can't wait for this big meal. Try not have food as the center of the day. And then um, last, enjoy the holiday. Enjoy yourself eat the foods that you like you know if this is something you only do once in a while don't beat yourself up over it but the next day move on I think a lot of people tend to restrict after they overindulge and I have a lot of patients who tell me this they'll eat their breakfast maybe lunch they go out to eat and they you know eat fried chicken and french fries and then they have dessert afterwards and then they think oh well I've already screwed up today let me just you know finish off today eating whatever I want and I'll start tomorrow and then tomorrow the guilt starts to set in and then they're like, Oh, you know, I really overindulged yesterday. Let me just try and, you know, be really good today. I think it's just important to get back on track, but not restrict, just get back to your normal eating habits, pay attention to those hunger skills. Um, And just move on. Don't, you know, don't sit there and kind of obsess over it. Just recognize, okay, maybe I didn't do so great and then move on um, and get back on track with your normal eating. I think a lot of times people tend to allow those poor holiday choices to kind of roll over and roll over and then all of a sudden you have these new year, new me changes coming in. Um, But it's really important to just, you know, the next day start fresh. Sure. I think it's easy to give ourselves a pass until
0: January 1st. <laughs> well, if we're going, we might as well just go until the 1st. But you're right. that is That could be problematic. We can't beat ourselves up about that. Um, so I just want to give our number here. If anybody wants to call in for a question with Haley, the number is 757-1320. She would be happy to answer any questions that she can. Um, so... Haley, let's talk about, if we can just jump back a little bit to, you know, kind of trying to maintain some balance during this time. Um, Three meals, everyone has been talking about three meals a day, Mm -hmm. you know, is it how realistic is that and and is that something that we really should sort of stick to
1: so I think there you hear a lot of different things you know some people say oh you should eat every you know two to three hours every four to five hours you know some people say six small meals a day some say three small meals a day I think it really depends on your lifestyle and what's going to fit in for you Um, it's definitely important you know minimum to eat three times a day usually I recommend every four to five hours for my patients um, because what happens a lot of times is you don't eat breakfast and then you get to lunch and usually, you're pretty much starving by that point, and you just eat whatever you can get. You, you know, that's where people tend to make the poor choices. They just grab whatever's convenient. Oh, you know, I'm on the road and I haven't eaten breakfast. Let me just go get this. You know, pull into McDonald's real quick, or whatever's going to be quick and easy. So I think when people skip meals, they tend to make poor choices. Um, they also tend to overeat those meals. So if you're skipping breakfast and then you get to lunch, and maybe you, you know, really don't eat lunch by dinner time. You're extremely hungry, and you're probably gonna overeat um, because you're just, you know, trying to get in whatever you can get that's nearby. Um, the other thing is that when you get over hungry from skipping meals, you're likely to eat really fast. And when you eat fast, you tend to eat larger portions. Um, you're not allowing your mind to kind of connect your stomach and recognize that you're full. So you overeat and then all of a sudden you're like, oh my goodness, I'm uncomfortably full. So I think focusing on something small for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, um, although you know it, some people struggle with that it might not be realistic for them. So So that's where we kind of need to find, you know, quick and easy things. So a lot of people aren't breakfast eaters. Um, That's probably one of the most common things with a lot of my patients is either, you know, I don't wake up early enough for breakfast or I'm just not hungry. Um, Your body gets used to not eating breakfast if you don't do it regularly. So it can be tough to kind of implement those three meals a day if you're not used to it. But once you start to get in that routine and that pattern, your body, you know, adjusts to that. that. And you will start to feel hungry for, you know, okay, it's, you know, I eat my breakfast at seven. Okay. Lunch. Okay. I'm hungry. It's 12 o'clock. Your body and your internal clock in your body starts to recognize that. Um, so even, you know, for breakfast, if it's just some yogurt and some fruit, um, I have patients who don't even like breakfast foods and they will eat like a piece of low sodium turkey for breakfast or piece of chicken. I have people who do that. Um, like I said, you know, oatmeal, um, Any type of low-sugar cereal. Cereal can be a tough one for breakfast because a lot of cereals are high in sugar. Um, Any type of, like, hard-boiled egg or any, you know, egg whites – Nuts, any type of granola bar. Granola bars also can be higher in the sugar. So you have to just be careful with those types of choices. Um, And careful, of course, of the starchy foods because a lot of people like the pancakes and the waffles and things like that, which aren't necessarily bad. It's the things that you add to them. So the syrups and the butters where people tend to get in trouble
0: so we've always heard breakfast is the most important meal of the day it gets the furnace going right it gets Mm -hmm. the engine so it's actually very beneficial to maintaining your body weight and energy level correct
1: correct yes so definitely so like i said if you're not eating breakfast and then you know you wait until lunch all of a sudden you're probably you know really hungry at lunch um the other thing is that you're just going to make those poor choices and breakfast really sets the mood for your day so i mean if you think you know know you get up in the morning and you have your plan and you eat your breakfast you've kind of set the tone for your day to have a good day if you wake up late and you're running out the door and you didn't eat breakfast then by lunch you're starving you're you know you're grumpy you're tired you're sluggish um you're not gonna want to you know perform the best you can. Um, I, I see that all the time in terms of exercise. If I, you know, didn't eat great throughout the day and then work is over. I'm like, I don't really feel like going to exercise. I don't feel like going to the gym because I'm tired. I didn't eat well. Um, so really it fuels you, you know, not just for your work day, but for your brain power, for your exercise, everything.
0: Okay, very good. Um, Let's see. So what are some of the other things you tell your patients who might be struggling with um, weight or or energy or immune systems?
1: Yeah, so I think one thing that um, people tend to struggle with is why do I want to lose weight or why do I want to eat healthy or why do I want to boost my immune system or why do I want to, you know, succeed during the holiday season so one big thing I honestly am very um, into when I'm counseling my patients is their three whys so if I have someone who is struggling saying they don't have maybe support at home they don't have the ability to buy healthy foods they're not sure how to prepare them um, they're feeling you know, depressed because it's the winter months or whatever it may be, I have them write down. They're three whys. Um, so why are you doing this? Why do you want to lose weight? Why do you want to get healthy? Um, what started this? Why did you come to see me in the first place? So a lot of times it can be, you know, I want to be there for my children or I want to feel good about myself or even simple things like I want to be able to bend down and tie my shoes and not be out of breath. Um... So, I think just reflecting back on your reasons why you want a healthy lifestyle, you know, maybe you have a history in your family of diabetes or something like that. Focusing on your why is, you know, gonna really help you long term in terms of keeping your eye on the prize and keeping your eye on the goals. Um, another big thing, like I said, is not beating yourself up. You know, when you um, mess up, there's gonna be mess ups. You've got to accept it and move on and kind of, you know, start fresh the next day. Okay. We're going to take a couple minutes for
0: a little break here, and we'll be right back. Uh, don't forget to call in if you have a question, 757-1320. Good morning, and welcome back to Medically Speaking in the Morning. This is Stephanie Valikas. I'm the communication specialist at St. Mary's, and I'm filling in for your host, Robin Sills. Today we have Haley Lemieux, she's a registered dietitian at St. Mary's, and we're talking about being overwhelmed and learning how to manage stress and its side effects, including um, not eating properly, Um, and we just don't want to gain that extra weight, we want to remain vibrant and energetic, and we do not want to compromise our immune systems this holiday season. So let's jump to, or back to parties um, and this holiday season and we're going to a lot of I'm going to one tonight and I know there's going to be food there that is going to be amazing and I probably will overindulge but what approach should I take I'm going to enjoy a treat correct and that's okay
1: yeah 100% Um, I don't think it's important to restrict yourself or avoid any foods I am very keen on all foods fit I think it's just the portion sizes Um, so when going into parties I often you know advise my patients okay think about you know the food spread what foods do you really want to have okay maybe you are more of the d'oeuvres ador- person or maybe it's really that pasta dish or whatever it may be think about what foods you really want to have and then stick to one plate of food so whatever foods you have to have they have to be on that one plate um and that's you know that's your food for the party because if you you know eat your meal and then you realize oh there was you know i don't know uh, mozzarella sticks or something and I didn't get any. Okay, well you've already eaten a full meal and now you're gonna go back for seconds of the thing that you really love. So trying to just prioritize maybe the things that aren't necessarily great for you, but making sure you get a little taste of it so you're not over-indulging and eating three or four plates. So, you're thinking maybe um, the picking might yeah. not be the best. Yes. Yeah. So, picking, snacking, those tend to get people into trouble. So, you have a little snack here, you have a little snack there, all of a sudden at the end of the night, your calories have probably been double of what they would have been if you just focused on you know actually having a real meal versus snacking. Um, the other problem is that snacky foods, chips and cookies and crackers and pretzels, things like that, they don't really need... Make you feel full for a long time so you can eat more of those. You grab a handful here, a handful there, um, and they're not, you know, keeping you full for a long time, so you're just able to eat more of them. So if I see perhaps the shrimp
0: cocktail, Mm -hmm. as opposed to the baked brie, it would probably be advisable for me to go to the shrimp.
1: Yeah, definitely. So lean proteins are definitely going to keep you nice and full, lower in the calories, um, but also still feeling satisfied. Okay, excellent. And it's okay to have a cookie. 100% yes. Um, You know, a cookie or a piece of pie or whatever it is. Um, You can have, you know, a couple desserts, but what you want to do is just have smaller portions. So think about the normal sar- you know, piece of pie or cake or whatever it may be. Keep your desserts as that portion. So if you want to have a little cookie or a little piece of pie or a little piece of cake, that's fine. If you want to have a little sliver of each, just keep all of your desserts to be equal to the size of one actual dessert. Okay,
0: that's a good plan. Um, so Johnny had a question off air, and I wanted to bring it up because I think a lot of people have you know, a similar thought process. Mm-hmm. Um, when is the best time to have your larger meal?
1: So I think it's definitely all what works best for you. Um, I do have some people who like to eat a larger lunch and then a lighter dinner. I have some people who say, oh, I don't eat after seven o'clock at night. Um... You know, it's not gonna make a difference if you eat at seven o'clock at night or if you eat at five o'clock at night. Um, It's more so what works for you in keeping in your goals and your your calorie range and what's not going to make you overindulge. So sometimes if you wait really late at night to eat, you're really hungry and that's why you tend to overeat. Um, At the end of the day, it's more so the calories that you've eaten versus the calories you've burned rather than the time that you've eaten them throughout the day. Okay, so tonight,
0: party, Johnny, I am going to drink a big glass of water (laughs) first before, correct?
1: Yes. And should I snack before I go too? I maybe have a small snack, like you could have a yogurt or a piece of fruit, something that's going to keep you full. um, So you're not going into the party extremely hungry, maybe a handful of nuts or something. Um, So that way when you get to the party, you're not heading right to the food table first thing. That's a good plan. (laughs) Try it. So let's talk about labels
0: Mm -hmm. um, and what people should look for and look at um, with regard to the label and sort of put it in a context that they can kind of relate to.
1: Yes, so labels are very confusing for a lot of people. So the labels on the back of the food box are something that I would say 90% of people do not look at. So what you want to really look at is more so... you know, to keep it in simple terms, the serving size. So if you want to have a snack, say you want to have those Doritos or you want to have some goldfish or a cookie or whatever. Um, for example, I think the serving size for Oreos is like two or three. Um, most people probably don't eat two or three Oreos. Um, so here's the thing though. You can enjoy those things. You can have, you know, a snack or a treat here and there. It's just being mindful of the portion size. So I think long-term when people are trying to eat healthy or they're trying to lose weight or whatever they may want to be doing. um, They struggle with... Longevity and not sticking to the plan. So they really try and be, you know, eat very, very healthy all the time. But that's not necessarily going to be sustainable in the long run. So, you know, once a week, if you want to have, a, you know, a handful of chips or something like that, that's fine. Um, sticking to the serving size is mentioned on the label. So I think a lot of people get confused with the label because they think it's for the whole package. But whatever the serving size is, is, you know that's what the nutrition facts are for. So if it says two-thirds of a cup, 140 calories, that's for two-thirds of a cup. That's not for the whole bag. So you, know, you can have those things. It's just sticking to that serving size um, is what's going to keep you safe. If you eat three or four servings, that's where you get into trouble because all of a sudden that's 500 calories just in your snack.
0: We really didn't talk about this too, too much, but what you eat is... it can affect your immune system, correct? Mm -hmm. So that's why also eating well Mm -hmm. is important so that we stay healthy during these crazy times so that we can enjoy them and be with our families. So I guess we need to keep that in mind as well Mm -hmm. as we're eating.
1: Yeah, so definitely, you know, especially during the winter months when you're starting to feel, you know, sluggish and it's cold. And that's, I think, where people tend to not do as much exercise. So it is really important to be mindful of what you're eating. Um, Fruits and vegetables, of course, are going to give you all those vitamins and minerals that you need. A lot of times people are like, oh, well, um, you know. I don't like to buy a lot of fruits, or I don't like to buy a lot of vegetables because they go bad or they're expensive in the winter time. Um, so buy frozen. You can 100% buy frozen fruits and frozen vegetables. That is totally fine. Um, you can even buy canned vegetables. Just rinse them off and get all the salt off of them. Um, but you know, really utilizing your fruits and your vegetables, especially during the winter months, is going to be really important. Um, when you have your meal, I you know I want you to think of trying to have three food groups. So your protein, so your protein foods would be, you know, your chicken or your fish, tofu or beans, um, you know, lean ground beef, things like that, eggs. So you want to make a quarter of your plate your protein. Then you want to make the other quarter of your plate your starchy food. So that would be your potatoes or your pasta or your rice. And then you want to fill up half your plate with lots of vegetables. So that's where you're going to get all your nutrients from, um, which is really going to help the immunity during the winter months. Okay, stick with the fruits and vegetables. Yes. For sure.
0: So we're going to be signing off in about Three or four minutes, and I want to just let our audience know that our next program will be on January 2nd at 6 p.m. Robin will be here, and the topic for next month is FAB or FAD. Robin will chat with her guests about how different diets can impact your health, because this is going to be post-holiday, so we're going to be dealing with that post-holiday mess that we may or may not find ourselves into so um quick second um if you don't mind sharing your thoughts on cleanses because i know people are going to be thinking about those next
1: yes so i think the big big fad right now is skinny teas or the cleanses or the detoxes. not really necessary a lot of times what those things do is they quite frankly just they make you go to the bathroom they you know um it's not (laughs) necessarily helping you by any means um in long term you know. people say, Oh, I'm going to go on a cleanse. So I lose five pounds. Okay. You're going to drink your cleansing tea, but you know, long-term, are you going to drink that every day? No, it's not gonna, you know, make you lose weight long-term. It's just making you go to the bathroom. Um, So it's not more so of a cleanse. It's just a healthy lifestyle, long-term habit changes. Excellent. Any last thoughts, um, Haley, before we sign off today? Um, So I guess, you know, moving into the holidays and everything, just have a plan. Prioritize your fruits and vegetables. Drink lots of water, you know, calorie-free beverages. And don't beat yourself up over it. If you have one bad meal, you know, move on. And and the next day, start fresh. And everyone
0: enjoy the holidays. Enjoy the parties. Go in with a plan. Have a nice tall glass of water (laughs) before you go out. And I think, what do we have left, Johnny?
1: We have about a minute 30.
0: We've got a minute 30. All right, so don't forget to tune in on January 2nd, as I said, and Robin will be back for the 6 p.m. medically speaking program. She's going to talk to providers throughout our network, um, both from Waterbury from Hartford and from Springfield, and they'll talk about different diets and how those can impact your health. So that is January second, Wednesday night, six p.m. And I want to thank you, Haley, so much for joining us today. Um, we are both headed back to the hospital <laughs> to continue our days, and yep. you're going to be seeing patients today. And we thank you for your work over at St. Mary's. Thank you and for if having me. Anybody needs um, some registered dietitianary advice um, Mm -hmm. they can call you there i'm sure
1: yes so um you can come see us individually by appointment um 203-709-3791 and our secretary can set you up with an appointment
0: great and you have a great team over there i know there's a handful of you who are super friendly and very helpful
1: yes so there's two other dietitians and um we have our secretary so there's three of us in the office and so we all work a variety of hours so that it's flexible for people so we do have you know multiple different appointment times
0: that's great And you work with inpatient and outpatient
1: yes I do so I do you know cover both I see some inpatient some outpatient I am primarily outpatient that is my job um, but I do help out inpatient when needed awesome
0: thank you so much Haley I appreciate it and everyone have a wonderful
1: holiday season